As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hi, Ben. And Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening. We hope you're doing well out there. We hope you enjoyed your Labor Day weekend and had a little bit of rest and relaxation in these turbulent, insane times. We have another great episode for you all today. We're going to play some sound from a couple of grifters, specifically (laughs) Ted Cruz a little bit later on. The man is a moron. Sadly enough, he's doing it on purpose. This dude is a lawyer. They know what they're up to, and they're there to bamboozle and persuade the dumbest among us to vote for them in the midterm. So we will talk. Talk about what's going on right now with the wacky right. And of course, we'll also discuss what is happening when it comes to this country. And as we mentioned, Labor Day, the unbelievable strife that workers are feeling every single moment as Mm. billionaires continue to rake in profits, whether it be uh, Tesla, whether it be pharmaceutical, whether it be any of these institutions that are benefiting off of human suffering. We are learning that many of these rich people who are destroying the planet are already making, mm, I don't know, they're making fun home construction projects. DIY. A.K.A. places to go when they burn it all down. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Speaking of being burnt down right now, we have to talk about what's happening in Jackson, Mississippi. There was a massive water crisis in Jackson. People did not have water to drink for months and months and months. This is one of many places that does not have adequate drinking water in this country, the wealthiest country in the Mm -hmm. world. As we talk about going to Mars and we're going back to the moon, sometimes we can think about what's happening here on Earth. Again, the country that has the most amount of assets of any country in the world, and we have human beings not able to drink clean drinking water as, once again, uh, the super wealthy get ready to bunker down as World War III potentially explodes above ground. So Jackson, Mississippi, uh, their governor, Tate Reeves, Uh, He says, today the tanks are full, water pressure is solid. Uh, The governor said there may be some more bad days in the future. We have, uh, however, we have reached a place where people in Jackson can trust that water will come out of the faucet. People in Jackson can trust that the toilets will be flushed. (gasps) Wow. Wow. Now I've seen it all just when I was thinking the government wasn't taking care of me. We can have (laughs) drinking water come out of our faucets and the toilets will flush our dookie down. Uh, It's a pretty low bar. It's a pretty low standard of (laughs) living. 
living. And it's just unbelievable, again, couched with mm-hmm. uh, all we see is the wealthy in this country not giving a shit about Earth any longer right. as they're focused more on Mars than the wonderful people of Jackson, Mississippi. This story should have been broken many, many months ago. However, again, as we know in this country, if it affects people that you don't see on a regular basis, it doesn't affect you at all. City officials have said there have been some significant gains in terms of water pressure, and those were made last Friday. So what happened in Jackson, Mississippi, is another reminder of infrastructure and the desperate need for it in Mm -hmm. this country. There was barely a flood. As a matter of fact, the reason that everything broke down, it was on par with just a, a solid storm. And the fact that that caused a water crisis to the degree that it did is just another reminder that sometimes we do need to invest in infrastructure here on Earth and not just worry about NASA making moon bases. What do you think, guys, when it comes to the midterms and we're seeing this kind of stuff happen on a regular basis? How does this play out when people go to the polls in November? (sighs) Obviously, we have Roe, which is motivating the female vote. But then we also have to remember these people that are stuck in the crosshairs of political bullshit and they don't get anything in return. I mean, right now we're talking about student debt forgiveness. Joe Biden and his his administration have said they'll forgive $20,000 in student Mm -hmm. debt. I'm all for it. I think that's a a good idea. We'll play some sound from Ted Cruz, as I said here, in a little bit later on in the episode, because student loan forgiveness trickles down to the whole. It's not Mm -hmm. just about some elites who don't want to pay for their college degree, because the fact of the matter is everyone that's telling you that elites, that the people that have student debt are elites are themselves the elites who paid for their college degrees, Mm -hmm. mostly with their parents' money. So what does this say to you when it comes to the class fighting that we're having in this country where we have people in Jackson, Mississippi and elsewhere in this country not being able to get clean drinking water? And meanwhile, they're getting demeaned by senators all across the uh, Republican aisle in this case for being too greedy and too needy and just a bunch of beta cucks oh i mean where do we start this is the (laughs) biggest this is the biggest city in mississippi this isn't Mm. some rural no-name town this is jackson this is the capital of mississippi isn't it right yes yeah could be this is the biggest city in mississippi this is the capital of mississippi and the rainfall that caused this like what ben said it was it was a problem that they were already having, and a small storm basically threw them over the edge. Right. September 29th. These people, what, week now without water? In I'm just, I'm shocked. I I, I have and to repeat the facts because it's shocking to it's me. It's been longer than a week. That's for damn sure. As a matter of fact, many of these people were taking pictures of uh, the water that was coming out of their faucets. Definitely not clean enough to bathe in, <laughs> let alone drink. You wouldn't even clean your cat in that stuff. Travis? Yeah, you know, there's no greater microcosm uh, uh, to your point about wealth inequality in this country than what is happening in Jackson. Of course, we this is the second major time it's happened in our country. Of course, everyone remembers the Flint, Michigan Flint, water yes. crisis. But if, uh, like you again mentioned, Ben, that wasn't really covered at the beginning of that either because it happened to poorer neighborhoods in the inner city and urban areas. And again, we see that with Jackson, Mississippi. I think in terms of your question about the political ramifications, Mississippi 
Mississippi is a deep red state, obviously. And I believe even there, they're having more gerrymandering to the point where mm-hmm. uh, black representation, Democrat representation in the big cities, like Fernando said, Jackson is the biggest city in Mississippi. It's the capital there. Um, even then, they're not going to get um, just congressional delegation representation or state house representation that they should be getting. I will just throw out another fact about our boy Tate Reeves. He looks like uh, that kid from Christmas Story became a racist Republican governor. So congratulations (laughs) to him. Where's the pink bunny suit? I don't see it. Absolutely. Um, Tate Reeves, uh, when it came to, I I don't know if this was the Inflation Reduction Act or or one of the other big packages they were passing, um, and, and it certainly wasn't the infrastructure bill, but it was one of the recent federal bills that the Democrats passed, again, without... Too many Republican votes and almost none. Um, Tate Reeves uh, turned away federal money because he's one of these Republicans who will say, you know what, that's big spending. You know, some of these Republican governors, they like to make a statement and refuse, Mm -hmm. you know, like all the Republican governors who are refusing the Obamacare money to actually literally put poorer people on to Medicare to and Medicaid to help them, you know, survive and get health care. A lot of Republican governors turn that away. Tate Reeves, uh, within the recent years, and I don't remember the exact bill that it was, um, perhaps the American Rescue Plan or along those lines, he turned away the federal money. And now, of course, now that he's actually got a crisis on his hands, then he finally sounds the alarm, declares a state right. of emergency, and begs the federal government to come in and help him because he was too incompetent to understand what was happening in the first place. Absolutely. Here's my problem with this. The What's going to happen is that what I was trying to say earlier is that this was a long time coming. Right. This was a harboring. Mm-hmm. This this was going to happen. It happened to happen now during Biden's administration. Who's going to take the butt of the blame? Who's going to look like they didn't do their job? Democrats and Biden. Well, perhaps. I I mean, again, with Tate Reeves, you got to wonder, because that guy's on TV bitching about the Democrats and Biden all the time. But then when you look at the facts, you know, he's the one who turned down federal money before. And like you said, Fernando, this has been growing for a while. So you do have to wonder who's going to get blamed, but also it doesn't matter because the political ramifications, again, like we were talking about with Ben, Mississippi's a deep red state. Yeah, and, and I think the buckshot on this absolutely hits every single person with political power. Joe Biden's sure. been around for a long time. If you look at some Democratic-run states, you look at Michigan, you look at Detroit, mm-hmm. uh, these are Democratic-run cities. Uh, that was where they allowed the Flint water crisis to occur. Right. So absolutely, there's blood on both hands, and I think the buckshot here hits both parties. But in this case specifically, I think it hits someone like Tate Reeves, who, again, as Travis just said, refused to take money that would help infrastructure, especially for the people that need it most. So on the backside of people suffering, trying to get clean water, again, in the wealthiest nation on earth, we have billionaires, tech billionaires and celebrities, doctors and lawyers. Uh, They are creating outrageous underground bunkers. They have luxurious amenities, including, ironically, swimming pools, bowling alleys and gun ranges. Mm. This is a recent uptick when it comes to housing. Obviously, the housing market is relatively stagnant unless you are super, super rich and you want a super nice bunker because, you know, the end of days is possibly upon us. So for the last five years, these bunker owners built their own luxurious shelters with one goal to protect their families. Some have safe rooms with escape patches leading through a tunnel to their bunkers, while many others have underground bunkers hidden on their extensive land holdings. So the question here is, 
Why would they care what they do? Why would they care what the negative ramifications are of their actions? They're going to make a buck. And when everything turns to shit, they're just going to go underground and live the same life that they're living right now. I mean, that's the main issue when we when we talk about the super wealthy, the wealthy, the middle class and the poor. The the distance between economic success is growing ever so. And it's just been devastating for so many people in this country who, again, are struggling to get clean water, which is the most basic of basic things a modern society should have. This is according to Gary Lynch. They're at the Rising S Bunkers. It's a Texas company that specializes in underground bunkers, and its service is booming. He says it's up over 2000 percent. Oh, wow. Where the wealthy go, so goes the country, and apparently they're going underground, which begs the question, why? We have nuclear preparedness ads happening all over the country. We have, again, strife. We have Lindsey Graham openly saying violence will will erupt in the streets if Donald Trump is charged when it comes to the uh, classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. I think he's wrong, but whatever. The wealthy people want blood on the streets because they want to watch it from afar from their bunkers and laugh at the idiot as they see it okay here's my here's my argument to that it's Mm. not real this they're being those they're being grifted they are being swindled what will happen when society collapses who is good these these people can't feed themselves ben these people don't know how to take care of their kids graham will have like four of his servants down there with how okay so (laughs) okay so you go down there and you're just gonna live the rest of your life with lindsey graham no you're gonna murder him down there you know like money won't matter when the if if this you know the reality these people are trying to project into being when it does come their money won't matter and they'll they'll be stuck in those bunkers dead well one of the things that uh, joe biden did get some flack for and, and in some ways rightfully so when he mentioned if you are against the US government don't bother we'll win we have F-15s right. you can't fight right. the US government with your AR-15s or semi-automatic rifles right. I'm not sure if that was the best message to send. As we've talked about previously on this show, 40% of Republican voters at this point think civil war is possible, if not probable. Perhaps we don't need a sitting president reminding everyone that if the U.S. military comes home to roost, we're all fucked. That's that's (laughs) also a fallacy. I mean, let's talk about the protests that happened after Trump was elected. Those were some of the biggest protests that that ever have happened. So those were those were polite in nature compared to what we had with COVID. And of course, Jan six. Exactly. So so those were anti-Trump people. The pro-Trump people, they're not going to leave their freaking houses, Ben. They're not. I mean, they're going to be mad. They're going to be mad on the Internet. But I don't think are they going to be on well, the street? I mean, one look of at- the interesting things I'll actually push back on a little bit is they have mobilized publicly. You know, that was one thing happening in 2016, 2015. A lot of people that were being laughed at at the time were saying, well, Trump is drawing these crowds. Mm-hmm. Does it matter? And it showed that it did. Mm. Now, COVID obviously in 2020 sort of had a different it, it caused a different uh, playing field. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the idea of Joe Biden not being on the campaign trail, stopping uh, Trump from speaking so much because of the pandemic, it changed the parameters of what political success looks like. But mm-hmm. with these Trumpers, I mean, as we learned with the good liars, Devram and Jason, <laughs> right. they do go out. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, they 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 go out. They they show up. Um, I do remember Ben when we were on our our brief tour of showing "Hail Yourself America." We were driving upstate to New York, and Rush Limbaugh was a still alive, b still on the radio, and that was one of his <laughs> takes that the whole pandemic, not allowing crowds to gather, was a way to control the Trump crowds and to bring them down and to basically keep Trump from uh, crushing Joe Biden or whoever the nominee was going to be at that point um, in the 2020 election. So I do recall yes. that. I do just want to throw out, because um, uh, uh, Fernando made an interesting point about the billionaires themselves being grifted upon by all these people who sell bunkers and whatnot. And it immediately uh, made me think of uh, the only other guy I know who's ever sold anything that was supposed to go in a bunker, and that's Alex Jones, and I'm pretty sure he's a grifter. <laughs> you got to get your supplements. You get your bunker. Civil War's coming. You're going to need supplements. Yeah, it's a it's a difficult thing to say, however, because, again, they do have information that's not privy to us on account that in many ways they're pulling the strings of the politicians that are supposed to be freely and fairly elected in this country. I right. can't say that Peter Thiel supporting J.D. Vance. I don't. <sighs> J.D. Vance is the one who's being grifted by Peter yes. Thiel and J.D. Vance is grifting his audience. And it's this trickle down of grift. And so I don't know if that's true, because as we saw with COVID, there was a lot of. People that were formerly sort of scoffed at, they were like, yes, I can finally eat my tactical chili. (laughs) (laughs) I can finally hang out with my whole family in this small igloo that we made in our bathroom. This is fantastic. (laughs) So just going back briefly to rising S bunkers, uh, according to Gary Lynch, again, business is up 2,000%. And I think you're right as well, Fernando. This is a boom for businesses. Mm -hmm. And the idea of playing on the idea of the end of the world is nothing new. It's big right now. And it's very big right now. Right now. Well, and Nancy Pelosi could very well add the bunkers to her stock collection or however that works. <laughs> and as we, know, as we know, she has quite a pair of bunkers herself. So <laughs> this is according to Lynch. And the, the difference here is, again, as we talked about with extreme preppers, for the most part, we saw those people as, um, you know, maybe middle class, maybe right. a little bit underserved right. almost. But this is what the super wealthy are mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, And again, not investing any of this money that they could invest uh, when it comes to uh, water safety, water security, Mm -hmm. and making sure we have clean water for the people of this country. But this is what Lynch says. Sadly, the need for an underground bunker has once again risen. Well, we specialize in building these types of products, and I would much rather build something else. But yes, we truly believe in the need for them. We won't as long as there is a market. We could literally build anything because we're a fabrication facility, but because we have a high standard for quality and the same issues that we see with our clients every day, we're doing what's best for business. Uh, the most requested shelter would be a toss-up between three 10 by 50 silver leaf models. Those are by far the most popular. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where uh, it's just a, if you look at the people that have the money, what are they doing with it? <laughs> And it's like, dang, wasting it. I should probably get one of those, too. Sure. Yeah, they're going to the moon. They're going to Mars. Uh, what's, uh, Bezos has this super yacht that they, they built at the Denmark Channel, and then it was so big they couldn't even get it out of the channel, so he had to pay to have a bridge demolished and then rebuilt. Right. That's what they're doing with their money. Meanwhile, people don't have clean drinking water, not just yes. in Jackson, but you got to think at this point, multiple cities in this country. Well, and also when it comes to debt. Obviously, when it comes to uh, Mm -hmm. Biden, again, as we mentioned, doing away with the uh, or helping out with some student loan debt, there's a lot of other kinds of debt in this country. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of people who are asking for some help, specifically medical debt. 
Medical bills are insane. I think the government could help out with that on account that in some ways they're complicit in the problem to begin with. In some there, ways? Ben? there's uh, In many ways. <laughs> there's also an issue with prison debt and prisoner oh. debt. This is an interesting story. And again, it's the people that we don't think about that we need to think about more because they really are what this country represents and what this country is. Uh, we have to think about the people who are not you don't see them every day. Maybe they don't have podcasts or maybe they're not always on the television networks. I mean, if you look at what's going on with um, MSNBC and CNN, I mean, for the most part, those are just shills for the intelligence state at this point. There really is mm. no programs. Democracy now, uh, they do a good job of covering this stuff, but there's very little mainstream programming right. when it comes to talking about how exhausting and difficult it is to be on the wrong side of the law and how unforgiving it is in this country. So right now, prison stays leave ex-inmates $249 per day in debt. Wow. So two decades after her release from prison, Teresa Betty feels she is still being punished. She owes $83,762. She was incarcerated for two and a half years for drug crimes. She's afraid that they're going to take her home and she is afraid that they will also end up taking her children. She says she's 58 years old now. She says she's about to be homeless. Uh, evidently, there's a state law that charges prisoners $249 a day. Now, this is in the state of Connecticut. Again, not a red bastion of Trump supporting loonies. Mm. This is supposed to be where some Democrats, reasonable fiscal conservatives reside. Mm -hmm. This is why it's such an issue that's so pervasive all over this country. And this is why when some people say, well, both parties are the same, it holds true because you look at a place like Connecticut and they have a law like this that charges prisoners, again, 250 bucks a day for the cost of their incarceration. In the case of Miss Beatty or Betty, she was there uh, for drug offenses. All but two states have a so-called pay-to-stay law that makes prisoners pay for their time behind bars, though not every state actually pursues the people for money. Supporters say the collections are a legitimate way to uh, uh, for the states to recoup millions of taxpayer dollars spent on prisons and jails. However, when right. they are recouping these funds, it doesn't seem like they're really giving it back to the community to begin with. Uh, don't prisons get paid already? So that's the private charging. prisons. And obviously uh, for private prisons, you know, we know for a fact phone companies love them. Mm -hmm. They charge them, okay. a, uh, you know, uh, a hand and a foot just to make a phone call to your family. Snack food companies. I mean, everything goes up exponentially when you're in prison. It's supply and demand in a demonic level. And then, of course, you have the slave labor portion of it as well. But in this case, it is public state funded prisons that also charge inmates almost 250 bucks a day to be incarcerated. And of course, for some, for crimes they didn't commit, and for others, for crimes that are not immoral, such as a possession of drugs. Good grief. I mean, yeah, it's a blue state. We're talking blue New England states. I think the most red states up there are kind of your Maine's and New Hampshire. So um, yeah, Ben, I mean, to your point, 
it, it it really does come down to being in both parties. Um, you know, I don't want to always bring things back to Ohio, but that's where I've been the last few weeks. And um, we just had yet another police shooting here in Columbus, Ohio. Three police shootings in one week, an eight-day period, and the last one resulted in the death of an unarmed uh, mm. black man named Donovan Lewis. And again, we're a Democrat-run city. We passed reforms. And the reforms aren't working. And you got to wonder what the hell's going on in Connecticut, because you're right. When I think of enlightened East Coast liberal blue states, I definitely think of Connecticut and the fact that, you know, Yale, that's where Yale is. And um, right. it's just like nothing how does, bad how does, happens at Yale. Skull nothing. and crossbones, folks. Whoa, folks. They're jerking off in the same coffins, folks. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen the videos. They truly are. So Connecticut has apparently overhauled the statue this year. However, they have kept it in place for the more serious crimes, such as murder and exempting prisoners from having to pay the first 50000 of their incarceration fees. Under the revised law, 98% of Connecticut inmates no longer have to pay any of the costs with their incarceration, uh, again, except for those that are there for the most serious of crimes. However, that small fix has happened way too late and again it does not do away with the amount of damage that's being done right now because i have a feeling the people who got out before this law was revised before this statute was revised are going to be grandfathered in to paying the price Oof. so pay to state law pay to stay yes. laws were put into place in many areas uh, during the 1980s and 1990s that's according to a uh, sociology professor Brittany friedman and this was basically because prison populations bloomed, incarceration went through the roof. This is obviously part of Ronald Reagan's America, Bill Clinton's mm-hmm. America, and right. George H.W. Bush's America. Um, so instead of raising taxes, the solution was to shift the cost of the burden to the state and the taxpayers onto the incarcerated. So talk about being fucked. You know, you go in there and you make a mistake, and next thing you know, uh, you're screwed for life. So when we talk about you know student debt forgiveness, that's just one of the many things that uh, has to be discussed. And that's why it was sort of third rail in some ways, because a lot of people and the Republicans being able to say, you're just helping out the elites. Again, education is something that we were all told we needed to succeed. We try to get it <laughs> and then you're demonized for it because there's no effing jobs. According to State Senator John Kissel, hey. he's Whoa. the top Republican on the Legislative Judiciary Committee. He opposed the repeal passed by the Democratic majority, but might support reforms like allowing inmates to pay off debt in installments. Oh, he's a, he's a bad Kissel. <laughs> he's a, oh. <laughs> yeah, Kissel uh, said that while Beatty's situation tugs at one's heartstrings, everybody has issues. Mm. <laughs> wow. What? Oh, my gosh. Isn't that amazing? So it's just another reminder of one class of people making underground bunkers because they're worried about a potential civil war and another class of people uh, who desperately would like to get out of a bunker, (laughs) a.k.a. prison, who are forced to pay tens of thousands of dollars upon their release. I thought there was a thing where you got charged with a crime, you did your time, and then you were supposed to have a clean slate. But obviously that is not the case. Unbelievable. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. 
The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ross has all the spring deals you want, so you can say yes to more looks for you and your budget. Two tops for less? Yes. Dad shorts for the weekend? Yes. Mini skirts for less than online? That's a yes for you and your bank account. Find your certified yes for me moment and save 20 to 60% off department store prices every day at Ross. Hurry in for spring deals today. Items and styles vary by store. All right. Well, let's move on. Speaking of, well, more believable, the war on books. Oh, it continues. It's a real one. The culture <laughs> war. It is some of the dumbest goddamn shit I have ever heard in my life. But anyway, there's a book right now that's being out. Now, the, the point of this book, it, it came out, it's, it's sponsored by the National Rifle Association, and it is co-written by the aforementioned Naf- National Rifle Association and spokeswoman Dana Loesch. Dana Loesch is a sociopath. Uh. The NRA is, uh, again, speaking of grifters, uh, for the most part, they're nothing more than a money uh, laundering institution, as we know with what happened in 2016 with $20 million given to them, that then they gave to the Republican Party most of that $20 million coming from the Russians, which is quite unique and very interesting in many ways. The name mm. of this book that, again, is supposed to not indoctrinate children is called Pause Off My Cannon. <laughs> the same people saying that public schools are trying to indoctrinate children with books about, I don't know, human beings come out with books like this. So the point of the book is obviously to show how amazing guns are. Yes. Ooh. And again, this is as someone who I'm not against the second amendment, but we, this is not teaching kids how to handle guns responsibly right. because it's making them seem really cute. Uh, they're not that cute. They rip through your bones and they kill you. So right. it's like not cute. And you can make a pink gun all you want, but the bullets are they're They're blood red. So a group, the, the, the point of the story is this. A group of hyenas armed with coconut cannons <laughs> is invading a village and snatching up the residents' cupcakes. Oh, no. Yes. And then to make matters worse, there's this Bongo. Now, Bongo wants to shoot invaders with his own coconut canyon cannon. Okay. But some of his peacenik animal neighbors, they want to outlaw cannons. Do you get it? <laughs> yeah. And then when the cannon control advocates get pelted with coconuts in a hyena attack, Bongo pulls out his arsenal and shows them the error of their ways. Oh, the oh. best way to stop a bad cartoon animal uh, with a gun is with a good cartoon animal with a gun. Right. And like, so they point out dude. that Bongo, <laughs> so the, so this is, this is um, created by Brave Books. Uh, in addition to Dana Loesch, they also have Dinesh D'Souza and his wife, Debbie. They co-wrote a book about the dangers of socialism, oh, featuring God. a fox who tries to price fix pies. Oh, my Accord- God. U.S. Representative Dan Crenshaw co-wrote an allegory about cancel culture centered on a swan who punishes animals who offend her. Lesser far-right uh, stars have co-authored books meant to challenge abortion, transgender identity, and critical race theory. Oh, God. So it is the exact same people that talk about how everyone's indoctrinated their children who really seem to love indoctrinating children <laughs> with worse pieces of art. Yeah, but look, this book makes so much less sense than anything I read when I was a kid. 
I, 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 I want Dana Loesch to go back to just selling that beet juice. Remember she yeah. just sold the beet juice <laughs> and yes. talking about how nutritious beets were that see, that's something you should be teaching kids. Absolutely. You know, she was doing those commercials on Fox news, do a book about how nutritious beets are Dana and no. step away from the cannons. Don't tell kids to love their cannons. My Bongo. God. No, no, no. Kids love to handle guns. It's super safe when they do. Uh, Bongo the gorilla. I mean, he's out there and he's got his cannon. And I think he told his peacenik neighbor, see, look at, thank God I'm here. Otherwise, these hyenas. Mm, I see. Mm. AKA Antifa. Uh, they're going to oh. kill you all. <laughs> oh, God. Who's laughing <laughs> now, hyenas? <laughs> oh, man. You know, she can use the beet juice. Every child should have beets in their desks just in case there's a school shooting. They can rub it all over them so the <laughs> school shooter thinks they're already covered in blood. Uh, oh, my God. Talk about not reading the room. <sighs> Teaching yeah. kids how to handle guns is one thing. Making them cute so Bongo goes and kills a bunch of fake hyenas with his fake cannon is really counterintuitive to any rational gun safety thought. Yeah. And and then, yes, tone deaf in terms of what we've been experiencing <laughs> in this country. I mean, Uvalde, I mean, just every single thing that's happened in the last 10 years since Sandy Hook, which was in Connecticut. That was 22 years ago now, pal. Sa- Sandy oh, not Hook? Sandy Hook. I'm sorry. I was thinking Columbine. Yeah. Well, Columbine, that was the 90s. My God. Mm-hmm. It's been happening for a long time. To me, this is just this constant overreaction from conservatives. You know, they, they, someone walked in. Don't they just do the thing that they're bitching about? They walked into a a scholastic book for, they saw a book named Gender Fluid and it, (laughs) their head exploded. Now we have to to make as many books as possible to stop gender fluid from getting out. You know, Uh, know, maybe kids should just read Berenstein Bears, Amelia Bedelia, and just, Mm. I don't know. Go back and read the old school, um, like the real fairy tales, the right. Grimm's, yeah, because great. those are brutal. Those are awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> salad grapes. If, if only Hansel and Gretel were armed, they could have just murdered that witch before she ate them. There you go. I think that that was actually said by a politician before. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, in that case, I'm running for office again. <laughs> there you go. Well, continuing on with the grifter block, which is the majority of anyone in public life, including Dana Loesch and the NRA. Let's play this clip of Ted Cruz. Um, speaking of books that people don't like and Ted Cruz, I don't understand why he is so, I guess it's an overused term, but I don't really know what else term to use. He's just hateful of people who have jobs. (laughs) He was like demeaning baristas. This fat fucking dumpy Wolverine looks like he had an abortion (laughs) senator. Don't you go to the coffee shop every day? Oh, my God. You have to work for your money? Gross. I just don't (laughs) understand the logic. So this is Ted Cruz talking about why student loan forgiveness is stupid. And again, they just make these straw man arguments that are they just make them up Mm. and then they pretend like it's real. And Ted Cruz, a man who has a law degree. A man who went to a very liberal Ivy League school. Mm-hmm. A man whose dad murdered JFK. <laughs> according to his favorite president, Donald Trump. Uh-huh. <laughs> he knows exactly what he's doing, stoking the flames of the culture war, which, again, Biden got criticized for in his most recent speech. But this is the shit. This is the reason why billionaires are building underground structures and why we're about to have a potential um Riot on the streets, according to people like Lindsey Graham, mm-hmm. whether, again, that be true or not. But let's just play Ted Cruz on some dumb shits radio show 
just two talentless hacks canceling each other out with stupidity. <laughs> Is every barista yeah. slacker? Of course not. They're wonderful, great people who are, who are baristas, who, by the way, many of whom don't have student loans and are getting screwed by the Democrats oh, because right. they're saying the guy that studied queer pet literature and has $100,000 in debt because oddly enough, uh, you know, to to reference another podcast, you know, Mickey and Pluto going at it. Other than getting a job at Disney, there's not a lot of job market for queer pet literature. Yeah. <laughs> what is the other podcast? I am. What, what is the podcast <laughs> where they're done? talking about Pluto? How do they have all the information on this? <laughs> I think we used to make we actually we had some fluff. I forget what the segment was. One of the last podcast live shows. Mm -hmm. We got some pretty hot uh, animal. Uh, you know what? I, I forget what it's called. It's a joke. <laughs> it's like also that is like such a small percentage of a population. Right. Again, it's a total misnomer. And something that is uh, just there to score political victories and make people who are working in this country feel like they're getting screwed over by some mythical beast that is taking their money as opposed to the reality, which is stayed. We have wages that have been stagnant for a long time. Unions have been destroyed. And the reason that you're suffering at, uh, as a mechanic, which we love you is not because somebody got a queer studies degree right. and is getting a small amount of loan forgiveness. That's not the problem. Don't let these people convince you otherwise because mm. all they want is for you to continue to vote for them. And I guarantee you the um, reality will be the same for you. Mm -hmm. it, right. They're pushing that current nar narrative that this loan forgiveness is going to cost every taxpayer. What, the two, money's already it, there. I was, it, that's exactly it. It's they already have there. the money, and it's a most of the most of this forgiveness, especially for people like what Ted Cruz talked about with a hundred thousand dollars of loans. It's just getting rid of interest. It's right. not even affecting the real loan, so it's not even real money. It's money is debt that was created from other debt. It's all a scam, and that's something that can definitely be addressed. Right. And that reminds me of something because obviously I had big student loans for my uh, graduate degree, the ma the master's, the graduate plus loan from the government was a 7.9 interest Woo! loan. I mean, New York, Ben, when I was, when we were roommates, a, a I was almost paying more for my loans than I was for rent. It was so ridiculous. And fun fact, Republican senators, because Congress controls uh, the purse strings, even when it comes to student loans, Republican senators, including Rand Paul, and I don't think Ted Cruz was in there yet, uh, they actually voted to raise the interest rates on student loan wow. borrowers. So you're absolutely right. They're creating this inequality and then scoffing at, uh, anyone who tries to do anything about right. the problem I, they like created putting a thumbtack on someone's seat when they sit on it they get poked and they're like well that hurt and then you laugh at them uh i want to <laughs> yes. i want to point out how statistically significant the number travis just said is 7.9 uh anything that gains interest at 7.9 rate in 10 years will have doubled oh. that means that yeah. travis your loans had you not paid them in 10 years would be double the value that is the reason we need student loan forgiveness it's not about gender fluids it's not because i decided to take an extra two classes in college no right it's because there's people who are being murdered by a standard interest rate that everybody is getting and i think yeah. there should be a staggering cost for college so if you do go into a major that might not make the most amount of money i think it should be appropriate 
to how much uh, money it looks you forecast that you'll be making. So a teacher degree, for example, shouldn't cost as much as a uh, as a degree in bioengineering. Absolutely. Um, 100 percent. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ross has all the spring deals you want, so you can say yes to more looks for you and your budget. Two tops for less? Yes. Dad shorts for the weekend? Yes. Mini skirts for less than online? That's a yes for you and your bank account. Find your certified yes for me moment and save 20 to 60% off department store prices every day at Ross. Hurry in for spring deals today. Items and styles vary by store. Also, there's an interesting article. It came out in 2020, but it was talking about the unluckiest generation in U.S. history, and that is millennials. If you look at the amount of growth within a group of people within this country, the millennials have the lowest of all time. And uh, the losses are particularly acute on the jobs front. And as we're seeing again with these degrees, people didn't go to get a college degree to not have a job in the future. Right. They just so happened to have to work at Starbucks, Walmart, uh, this race to the bottom when it comes to getting rid of mom and pops all over the country, getting rid of well-paid jobs so Amazon can continue to have borderline slave labor for all of their warehouses that they plant in some state where they get a massive subsidy and get paid to be there, despite the fact that all it does is cause much more economic distress for those places. Mm-hmm. It's just unbelievable. You can't blame, and I'm not saying they're victims, but in, in, there are there is a reality, there is a downside to this current economic system that has been co-opted and corrupted by this massive, massive billionaire class. And as we see with people like Peter Thiel, who are no longer hiding in the shadows, but openly trying to pull the strings of people like J.D. Vance, who is still tied in a very, very close election uh, with uh, with with Ryan. So it's it's just unbelievable. And I don't see politically how it's a winner other than it plays on the idea that other people are struggling. So they can't they just will be upset if they see somebody else potentially getting something. I've talked about this before. Well, we live in a country right, right now where, first of all, we have an arms race in every suburb where everyone's collecting weapons. And then the other thing is like. I don't want $5,000 from the government if it means Wendy's going to get 5000 yeah. I hate that bitch. Yeah. She don't and work. it's this disgusting, yeah. again, just vision of society that is reigning supreme right now. And it's not like Ted Cruz is hiding the fact that he hates working class people. And as yeah. a matter of fact, he's doing this in a midterm election year, even if he's not up for election. It certainly matters big time to his party. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, this is the same Ted Cruz who at the first sight of danger when his home state that he's a senator from uh, was having an energy crisis and people were freezing to death. He was trying to get on a plane to Cancun and he did get on that plane. And then it was only when people bitched about it that he was forced to come back. When is 
Ted Cruz ever worked a job as hard as a barista or anything along those lines. I mean, his wife is a Goldman Sachs executive. Donald Trump called his wife ugly and he still sucks up to Donald Trump. I mean, this man (laughs) has no spine. It just reminds me of uh, Al Franken's quote about when he was in the Senate that he liked Ted Cruz more than most other senators in the Senate. And Al Franken said that he fucking hated Ted Cruz. So, yeah. Absolutely, completely spineless. Um, you know, his wife is ugly. I mean, Donald Trump isn't wrong. But, uh, no, I'm just kidding. She's horrible. But uh, I'm not going to go down that road. Right. That's not what it's about. Bailouts. Who does Trump and the Trump wing of the Republican Party want to bail out? Well, we have some sound here coming from another grifter show. I think her name is her name is Wendy Bell. Uh, and certainly her brain rings hollow. This is Donald Trump. <laughs> ding saying, dong. Ding dong, folks. Ding dong. Student loan debt, fuck it. We don't want that. But the people we do need to bail out, not the people who have to, uh, who are incarcerated for petty drug offenses, who have to pay mm. 250 bucks per day. No, they mm. want to bail out the people who invaded the Capitol on January 6th. What? This is Donald Trump just <sighs> openly saying it again. They're no longer hiding behind any kind of thin veneer. The bullshit is out in public. It mm. reeks. And sadly enough, many people, like the uh, Philadelphia Eagles fan who was celebrating the Eagles' victory a few years back, want to jam it into their faces. Of course, in that case, the man ate horse shit. But speaking of horse shit, let's play Donald Trump on this dumb person show. And uh, let's just hear him saying exactly what he says. There are hundreds of people who have been dragged through hell, Mm. and some are still locked up in the D.C. Gitmo (laughs) I am sickened, sir. How do we right this wrong? What can you do? So I met with a number of times, but I met with, and I'm financially supporting people that uh, are incredible. And they were in my office actually two days ago. It's very much on my mind. It's a disgrace what they've done to them. And he also went on on later uh, interviews and uh, when he was speaking publicly to say he's going to pardon everybody. So pardons Mm. for thee, but not for me. And Mm. of course, it matters as we're seeing what's going on right now in Wyoming. We have the uh, first election denier poised to become the secretary of state there. These positions matter. They are exceptionally powerful. And if people like that continue to run and win, our democratic republic is in dire straits. One of the ironies that we pointed out or that I like to point out is the victim complex. The right always says, and you know, whatever, I guess we're kind of what it just I'm just talking about the Trump just fucking insanity. Okay, people are just insane (laughs) and it's driving everyone nuts. There's this dude, they call him a comedian, but he's not funny. He's never written a joke in his life, and he's a total bitch. Uh, his name is Gavin McInnes. Right? Is now he, he a joke? Uh, what's that? <laughs> is he the joke? Uh, his entire existence is a joke. I've I known all. Gavin for years. Uh, he was the co-founder of Vice. Vice is dog shit. Uh, the owner of it is dog shit. It has Gavin McInnes' fingerprints all over it, and they are covered in a disgusting stains. Gavin McGinnis is a man who, when I was uh, producing Red Eye, he came in and he was super late for the show, right? Because the night before he got drunk and he crashed his car. So he had to bike in, right? He's a guy with like a family and stuff who calls his wife ugly all the time. I guess he's a real Trumper. And uh, he shows up covered in blood, no joke, covered in blood. What? And it's all over his hair. And the producer, and I had to fill in for him because I was there. So I was in the first two blocks and he showed up for the third block. And I was like, we can't put him on air. He's visibly drunk, covered in blood. The producer still put him on. The main guy still put him on. The man is just he rages against immigrants. 
He's fucking Canadian. Go back <laughs> yeah, to Canada. He's an immigrant. I've said it before. We need a wall on the northern border. Frostback. I'm done with it. Frostbacks. Just please, God, we love you. Stay there. <laughs> Gavin McGinnis, because he wants to be seen as a victim, he wants to be seen as one of those heroes in his mind of the January 6th protest, he staged an arrest on his show. Ugh. So he was allegedly arrested. Uh, by the police. Of course, the police didn't uh, arrest him. They don't give a shit about him. He's a total loser. He walked off screen and then law enforcement allegedly took him into custody custody for questioning. He had one of his hacky, uh, confused comedian lackeys come out and say, oh, I guarantee you this is not a prank. Um, I got a call from Gavin McGinnis when he was in jail. It's all real. It's all happening. None of it happened. Uh, none of it's real. And again, it just goes to show you how far these people will go to push a narrative, regardless of how many lies they have to tell to convince people that they're telling the truth. Oof. Grift, grift, grift. All it's day. all grifting. It's insane. According to uh, Josh Denny, again, a so-called comedian. I don't know. I don't know who this dude is. He says Gavin McGinnis is riding away in jail because he dared to question authority. He says, I just got off the phone with our people. It's not a bit. Gavin was against going to the January 6th. He was against Charlottesville, and he told the Proud Boys uh, that they were out of the club if they went. But he's riding away in jail because he dared to question authority. What? Oh, my God. Anytime I ever say this is not a bit, I'm definitely doing a bit. Just always a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's always a bit. If you say it's not a bit. Good grief. This is such It just reminds me of Steve Bannon ripped everyone off on the donating to the wall build the wall and yep. then of course we had the the uh the election defense fund that the trumpers the trump campaign or the remnants of the trump campaign they were collecting money off these people post january 6th and it, it was just and again they were just doling it out again to their to their friends it's like you said it's a trickle down of grift it really is. And why is this happening? Well, we also have to look at the algorithms. Uh, this is a recent study that came out regarding YouTube. So YouTube hmm. would find out uh, basically just through your searches. They know everything. Right. You know, whatever you search, they they catalog it. So if you were searching like election 2020 question mark, like, you know, <laughs> Trump won, <laughs> oh. you were more likely to be recommended election fraud content to those skeptical of the election of 2020. Oh. So this is according to a study conducted by researchers at New York University. They found that YouTube was more likely to direct videos on election fraud to those skeptical of the 2020 results compared to those less skeptical. This is what we call the vacuum of stupidity that we currently right, live in right. that doesn't pick up any of the dirt. It leaves dirt behind. It's more like an exhaust, I think. <laughs> so the new research underscores the harms and the practicality from this kind of algorithm use. You know, when they feed you exactly what you want to hear and they know that you're an election denier, give them some mm. more meat because they know you're going to stay on their shit right. website right. so they can sell some shitty ads, which are coming up right now. <laughs> oh, It is just another reminder of how brainwashed people have become and they really think that they're in control of the dog, but they are indeed the tail being wagged. <sighs> wow. That explains why all the rich people, when they search for yacht, then it's like, uh, you search for yacht. Would you also like to check out bunker? Exactly. Mm. You know, I get, I, I, I get so sad about this because I always want to defend the algorithm because the algorithm's just doing its job. The programmer yeah. that created it, he did they a great nailed job. It. He oh, nailed he's doing it. so good. Yeah, yeah, right, I'm right, so right. proud of him. But, but you know what else is doing really evil? You know what else is doing really good junk food? Because now we're too fat to fight. <laughs> 
yeah. junk food is everyone like it's all telling you exactly what it does and it's like you really nailed it pizza hut because i just ate you for three days and i feel like the hut <laughs> they're, not, they're not lying but it's just an interesting reminder that what you think you are in charge of is actually in charge of you wow well just lastly speaking of in charge actors they're very <laughs> stupid people we all know hmm. that uh, and they only get dumber. And there really were very few dumber people than John Voight. And then uh, what's the name of his daughter again? Very famous. Angelina uh, Jolie. Angelina, yeah, I forgot. Angelina Jolie. Another person hubba, who was hubba. just, she she has her bunker, I guarantee you. And uh, she will go down there with all of her family members. And she will scoff and laugh at the idiot civil war happening above ground. But this is her father. Now, she obviously has a different political opinion uh, than him, but they have the same way of conveying how stupid they are. So this is John Voight, and this is what he is talking about when it comes to a third world war. Now, this is, again, he's an adult. These are supposed to be people who understand history, and this desire to have blood in the streets is being spread by people who, again, will never have to step a foot in it. This right. is all for them. This is all entertainment for them, and they're killing our country because of it. All right, let's play John Voight. Remember when he was fighting that anaconda? That was kind of cool. <laughs> Turns out he's the snake all along. Is, oh was that was that with the J Lo movie Anaconda? Yeah, yeah. I think it was Ice J-Lo Cube. Was in it. Ice Cube was in it. It's fantastic. Oh, no, I've John seen it. Voight. I just remember John Voight. I Owen guess. Wilson is in it. That was it. a big ass snake, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, had, they had to burn it alive. Pretty yeah, so that's always it. how it ends. They always yeah. kind of burn it alive. <laughs> I mean, it's a snake. Yeah. All right, let's play John Voight ranting and raving like a lunatic. My fellow Americans, can we all speak truths so we can see the lie that was brought upon our President Trump? And the ones who once were on his side are now finding wrong with the documents. Can we see this lie? Yeah. Did they ever attack Obama's home or Clinton's? And why not? Because President Trump knows that the swamp are all lies, and he once drowned them. And they're all afraid you will see the truths. Wake up, America. See this lie. And we must see this as similar to President Kennedy's files. My friends, the deceit will surely die, for no man shall turn truths for their ego, for their unrighteousness. Because our witness will surely condemn this war. Truly. A third world war, yes. It's been turned into a war. But this force, this evil force against the American people, will be wiped out by the power that once helped George Washington win the revolution for freedom. We're not in a fucking revolutionary war. And he, the Almighty, (laughs) will answer our prayers for this nation to be strong and safe (sighs) and loving for our future. This is the greatest country the land of opportunity where one can be their greatest self. This is America. And my fellow Americans, I'm proud to be an American. And I know that we will be saved, that there is a plan, that the one president who had our true trust is President Donald Trump, and he will do it all over again with the prayers, the hope, the love, the trust of all the American people once again. May God watch over all and make this land great again. Fantastic. So there you go. John (laughs) Voight proving once again, never trust an actor because their brains are hollow. Yeah, this is why they need scripts because what's happening in their brain usually is just nothing. 
It's also uh, you don't love America because you're actively threatening a revolution like what George Washington did against the British. So what are you saying? <laughs> what is he even saying? He hates America. It's a fact. He wants to rebel against America. And he wants a third world war. Yes, because mm. he knows he doesn't have long enough to live. And during the entire war, he'll watch it on fucking Newsmax from his rich ass bunker. Make sure you check out Anaconda 4, though. <laughs> the producer Return to the Capitol. The producer yeah. in me. No, every time I hear an actor talk and they don't have a script, they sound so fucking dumb. It's all yeah. word salad. Yeah. Nothing yeah. meant anything. But right. and not only that, oh. it, it, no one in the room, he's just in a room with like a window open because you just hear traffic <laughs> the whole time. I, I couldn't even focus on what he was saying because this was so dumb. It's so at least stupid. at least he's not in his bunker because we know bunkers don't have windows. So yeah, that's, he's still a man of the people. <laughs> he's above ground. Thank you for Angelina Jolie. And that's about it. That's and, about uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> that was more of our older work. Anyway, uh, as I mentioned, when it comes to civil war, if it would happen, it would be a chubby one. Uh, we wouldn't be able to wear the uh, what's the name? Is it Mastriano, the dude who's running for governor who dressed up as a Confederate soldier? <laughs> Doug Mastriano. Me, yeah. And, and Mastriano. of course, he's running in Pennsylvania, which was a uh, check in my notes. Oh, yeah, it was with the union. So, OK. Yeah. Anyway, he dressed as a Confederate soldier to some dress up day for these adult children. <laughs> and uh, no one no one else dressed up. And if they did, they didn't dress up as a Confederate soldier. <laughs> But anyway, so, right now, so, if let me get this straight. Yeah, he, he wasn't even going to like some Gettysburg reenactment where it no. was like, "Yeah, hey, pick a side and it'll be fun." It was he, just like an office work party. <laughs> he showed up like that. He showed up like that. <laughs> Nothing has changed since student council. They're all the same nerds. Yeah, that needed yeah. to be either bullied more or just I don't know scored right. a touchdown in the big game, something mm. to give them some reason to live. But if there was a civil war, it would be a fat one. Um, <laughs> apparently, only 23% of people uh, that are of the age to serve are actually qualified. So this is a massive problem for the United States. And, uh, you know, if you do look at it, this is, you know, in a in a true sense, big sugar. When we gave them all those subsidies, the corn subsidies, mm. there's mm. a reason why when people come from Europe or anywhere else in this country, they eat the exact same thing here. They gain weight. And when you go to Europe and you eat the same thing here, you lose weight because we put sugar in everything. Mm -hmm. And syrup. we don't need it. Corn syrup. But that's Jesus. a government subsidy that I think, you know, it's tough to get oh, rid of because if you're a senator and you do, just look at Joe Manchin and co corn. Corn. I love that video. <laughs> I'm sorry, coal. Corn. But corn is funny. Joe Manchin and coal, uh, you realize how difficult it is for a politician to say, well, we're going to get rid of that subsidy for our state. But if you look at Chuck Grassley in Iowa, mm. man, that guy's about to die soon. Knock on wood, he's got to die yes. this year. Speaking of word salads, yeah, he's not saying them to camera. He's just tweeting them, runoff he's just sentences. Them. Good grief. Get that man away from the phone. If he had any, uh, you know, sense of responsibility, he would say, maybe we don't need quite as much sugar because we can't have a standing army. It's literally sitting. <laughs> it's sitting. Maybe, maybe we can do a biking army. Maybe that's what we do. That'll that's, be good. That's impressive, though. They're making us fat. They're they're poisoning our water. And if we try to smoke weed about it, we go to jail. We got to pay for the jail ourselves. But at least... Technically, we get into a bunker, so I guess it all <laughs> works out. Oh, my goodness. All right, everyone. What, but Well, what stood out to me was about the saying the quiet part out loud. 
about yeah. the recruitment because immediately when Biden forgave school loans, they immediately started attacking that. Well, school loans are one of the few ways we can get recruitment numbers up. And so right the, for the, the military. And, right. Yeah, and so one of the biggest social what Travis mentioned before we started recording, yeah. the army is truly one of the biggest socialist programs of the U.S. You get everything, oh, yeah. for, everything for free as long as you're willing to sign your life away. Absolutely. Yeah. I've said it on the show before. It's still the, the part of my libertarian brain that's in there. The military is the biggest socialist program that the United States has, and Republicans are A-OK with it. Give it more money. Give it Give some it more money. Yep. And that's sadly also bipartisan, which is exceptionally mm -hmm. unfortunate. We're approaching $800 plus billion dollar yes. military budget now, folks. Also, uh, just a, a reminder, you do not have to be in love with the FBI to be in agreement with um, right. holding Donald Trump accountable. Right. It's insane. The classified documents are insane. We didn't really talk about it today. We'll talk about it more if he does get charged. It's just at the same time, I don't even want to feed the tulpa too much. Mm -hmm. But so many people are like, look at the left. They love the FBI. Now it's like, fuck the FBI. Right. Get J. Edgar Hoover's name off the building. I believe uh, the left was fighting to do that. And then the right was like, you're erasing history. <laughs> and now they uh, realize <laughs> well, J. Edgar Hoover that, was a yeah. horrible person. The FBI <laughs> has done horrible things across mm -hmm. the globe and right here at home specifically. The CIA is more global. Mm. But with Donald Trump, all of this is self-inflicted. Mm -hmm. And any reasonable person is like, bro, you're a fucking idiot. I can't believe how you did this to yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All, all of the, the documentation shows that his lawyers were even asked for the classified documents backed. I mean, Fernando, I remember Fernando talking about this back in, in May. I mean, they they were asking for the documents and then the Trump people are like, OK, come and get them. But and then they're like, OK, that's all there is. And then the FBI was like, are there more? And they were like, no. And then they went in and there was. So it's that's just, basically it. It's so stupid. Because he wanted to escape to Mar-a-Lago, where apparently mm -hmm. he thinks it's neutral territory. It's still America. And uh, we got to keep this country together, despite what these old farts want. And uh, don't forget war, as we see it all over the world. A lot of people benefit as well. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of money in war. I think Biden was wrong to say, hey, good luck, we have F-15s. We don't need to really talk about that. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't like the idea of American planes hovering overhead. I'm just not really oh, yeah. a yeah, fan yeah. of that either. So um Keep it together and don't let the algorithm control your mind. <laughs> or just click on something completely the opposite that you would normally click on. Just, I'm just going to recommend, unlike J.D. Vance, look at porn. Why not? Yeah, look at porn. <laughs> That's uh, why he wants to yeah. ban porn so you don't have anything to do in your bunker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Well, this will be the only episode this week. We are so happy to be back next week. We will fill you in. Speaking of porn, a little bit more oh. on the midterms mm -hmm. and all the other crazy things that are going on. And yeah, we'll just keep on trucking along, making people aware of the things that are happening, and then we can change it because that's the most important part. Uh, we will see you all in Pittsburgh, Northfield, Ohio, and Buffalo. Hey. So it'll be cold. It's going to be cold. It might be cold. Uh, I'm excited. No, it's not Come cold. see my nipples. It's not cold. Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was hoping I could get hard nipples. Okay, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Ross has all the spring deals you want, so you can say yes to more looks for you and your budget. Tube tops for less? Yes. Dad shorts for the weekend? Yes. Mini skirts for less than online? 
That's a yes for you and your bank account. Find your certified yes for me moment and save 20 to 60% off department store prices every day at Ross. Hurry in for spring deals today. Items and styles vary by store. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.